Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Sadak, TV voice of the Cincinnati Reds, and you're up for Late Night Reds Talk. Well, hey, what's going on, friends? Welcome into Late Night Reds Talk Live, part of the Believe Podcast Network, sponsored as always by our friends at Bet Online. I did not expect to be here at 1124 Eastern Standard Time, but it is a glorious night for the Cincinnati Reds. The Reds have signed Tommy Pham, the guy that many of us wanted, the guy that just fits so perfectly with this team. Uh, Look, it doesn't make the Reds a bona fide World Series contender, but it makes the Reds better, and let's celebrate that tonight. Uh, I'm excited to be joined by Bryce Balding. I'm going to bring him in here in just a minute, but let's pay the bills first. Let's talk about bet online. Uh, Hey, why don't you jump on there and maybe place a Reds future bet before it updates? How about that? Uh, Bet online. It's that time of the year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home top prize. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That is B L. E-A-V, and Bet Online is the number one place for you to place all of your bets. Again, that promo code is BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. All right, I got to shut up because I'm just so excited. Uh, I'm going to bring in my guy, Bryce. Bryce, thank you for joining us at this late hour. Of course. It's a glorious day, as you said. Any any day the Reds get better, man. Let's, let's do it. What's your thoughts on this? It's huge. It's huge. I mean, um, I'm not going to sit here and act like we just signed uh, uh, some bona fide superstar, like you said, but Tommy Pham's a good player. He's been a good player for a long time, and he's contributed to a lot of good teams, and I hope it comes over and he, he can kind of solidify the, one of those outfield spots along with, with Sinzel. So well, what, a, what a good signing, just solid and, and can bring a lot to the table for this team. Yeah, I mean, he just he, the fit was so perfect for both sides, you know. And I, I said this before, you know, Tommy Pham kind of had a little bit of a down year last year, but still hit left-handed pitching decent, and has just mashed left-handed pitching throughout his career. Reds desperately, desperately need just someone that mashes left-handed pitching, and and Pham gets a chance to come play for a team that that you know 
is desperate for outfielders and increases value, maybe get himself another contract. So it's just such a a perfect uh, spot for um, for both both parties. And I'm just I'm so glad this happened. Uh, it definitely um, look it definitely makes the Reds better, um, and I think it definitely makes the Reds lineups at least formidable on both sides versus right-hander and left-hand pitching. Bryce, I'm going to bring you in here on this. I'm going to put up the slide here. This is the rough lineups I put together. I put this together in a minute trying to get this all all ready to go and get a live show up and running for you guys. So again, don't don't kill me too hard on this. Uh, Mike Moustakis is not going to bat ninth. I know that. I mean, the Reds lineup right now is as good as last year versus left-handed pitching. It's definitely better than where it was after assuming Castellanos was gone. You know, it was. I mean, right? Am, am I am I wrong on that, Bryce? No, yeah, you're you're spot on. It, it, especially if you can you can get the same production from Farmer that that you kind of expect from the left-handed pitchers, and then obviously Solano's a, a, a huge acquisition versus left-handed pitching. He he has mashed left-handed pitching for three years now. Um, he he's kind of the guy that we thought Suarez would be. Um, put for for the last two years really versus left-handed pitching and that's where they've lacked and to, truthfully Solano's not going to hit 40 home runs like like you can maybe expect from Suarez but he's going to give you professional bat he's going to put put good swings on it and and really provide maybe that more consistent uh, kind of lineup in, in the middle there so um, I love it. I, I, the left-handed pitching, especially w- with Stevenson kind of getting everyday bats. I know he played often against left-handed pitching last year, but um, I think he's going to take a big step forward. Obviously, India looks great, so it's exciting. It's, it's a it's a really fun time, and and I, I think that it, we're looking at a, a really formidable lineup, lineup versus left-handed pitching now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, yeah, I mean, the big question we're we're seeing right now in the chat, I've seen it a lot on Twitter, is um, is this the end of Shogo? Um, I mean, you certainly see the writing on the wall here. Um, I wouldn't get too far ahead of ourselves on March 23rd. We still have like four, 14, 15 days until opening day. There's going to be more injuries that will happen. There's going to be 28 roster spots. I mean, I know probably at least two of those extra roster spots are going to go to pitchers, but they might, you know, since they have kind of these extra players that they're trying to figure out, you know, they might have that go to an extra position player. So, um, but right now it's, it's hard to see Shogo finishing the season on the Reds. Am I off base on that Bryce? No. Yeah. I think you're, you're exactly right. And I don't expect them to, to release Shogo tomorrow. I, I really don't even expect them to release him maybe even before opening day with, with, with the roster flexibility as it is with some of the guys that have options still. Uh, Friedel, Schrock, the Bowers, those guys are on minor league deals or have options still for the minor league. So I could see, see Shogo even breaking camp with the team um, and kind of maybe at the end of that first month if he is still being Shogo that um, he's no longer with the Reds. So, um, yeah, but I don't expect him to make any rash moves like you said. I mean – Injuries happen way too often. I mean, if Moran or whoever wears one off the wrist tomorrow and is out for the first two months of the season, you may have to call on him in, in different situations. So, Yeah, I mean, they do have some other guys that do have some options, like Chirac, I believe, still has options. Um, so, you know, you may send him down just to kind of provide you some insurance, um, you know, where you're like, well, you know, is is Schrock getting, you know, four or five at-bats a week worth – 
you know, cutting someone and then having, you know, an injury and not having someone else to bring back. There's kind of all those things you have to factor in. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely kind of where I see things right now. Um, I mean, I would assume Tommy Pham's probably going to still play a decent amount against right-handed pitching. Um, and that kind of makes it interesting. I mean, the Reds now all of a sudden are going to have a, several decent players on the bench, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, that, that, that's that's what it brings is uh, the lineups I kind of put together right before we hopped on. I did have Pham in, in there against right-handed pitching, um, kind of in the DH spot. I think that with them only having Moran on the on the one million dollar contract, if he kind of starts struggling, I I don't expect them to kind of keep a, a leash on him as much as others. So I I could see him stepping into that that DH spot or even an outfield spot against the right handed pitcher, and and like you said, that just makes the the bench so much deeper because then you're looking at one of uh, Aquino's on the bench. You're looking at uh, more than likely Solano still on the bench. So. You can platoon if you're bringing a lefty, like you said. You have to utilize those pinch hitters just like the Giants did last year, and that's how effective they were. They were able to mix and match and bring people in and use different positions, and it's it's beautiful to watch. Yeah, the Reds are going full Giants. I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's exciting. Um, uh, This is uh, – yeah, I, this is a good direction long term. You know, I mean, certainly the Reds have made some moves that uh, – there's no question. It's made them worse for – for 2022 there, there's no debate on that but you know the reds certainly have gotten players that are going to make them better beyond 2022 so that's that's great um and you know they're i, I think now kind of fielding at least a competitive team and uh at least a team that um you know the whole reds are going to lose you know 90 plus games yeah, i think probably can take a, a full full stop on that that part at least uh, but yeah, man, I, I just, you know, it's one of those moves that just made so much sense. like, you know, it made so much sense that you're like, oh, it's not going to happen. It makes too much sense. You know, is that kind of how you feel at this price? Yeah, it, it was, I saw, obviously, everybody was going crazy as soon as it broke and I didn't believe it. I really thought it was a parody account or, or somebody <laughs> was messing with us at, at 10 o'clock at night. I was like, there's no way this is happening right now. But I, it really did. It felt, I think uh, Reds and Four put out, he was like, this is a move that you thought they would make or should have made, and they actually made it, and it's it's amazing. It's awesome. It's a good feeling. It feels like they're actually looking to to compete, so it's good. Is Conforto still out there? I mean, you know, yeah. are we really? <laughs> let's just let's just really do the <laughs> the the full uh, Nick Crawl one hundred percent troll job and just go out and sign Conforto and completely just rearrange the team get some prospects for the future i mean look i I don't think that's gonna happen um it would be awesome it would be incredible i think you you go and you add conforto tomorrow and you look at this team and you go oh wow this team's actually pretty good um uh but um yeah i don't know we'll see i you know i well (laughs) we talked about how wild this like couple weeks we came back was I don't even think I expected it to be this wild. Did you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, obviously, everybody heard the the Gray and and Malley and Castillo rumors. You probably expected one of those guys to get dealt, and then the um, the Suarez and Winker trade kind of came out of nowhere. And obviously, I've been a little critical on that trade, but it looks like they they have an idea of what they're doing, and you respect it. I mean, 
you may not always agree with it. You may not always understand it, but it's a matter of, of respecting it. And Evan's going to re- probably tell me I love Nick Crow in the comments or whatever it may be. But um, I, I respect what he's doing. I, I see the vision. And that's all you want as a fan, especially in a situation where we can't have a $240 million payroll like the Yankees or the Mets or whoever it may be. So um, it, these are the type of savvy moves that, that the Reds have to make to, to continue to compete on a more, I know, peaks and valleys basis, but you have to avoid those peaks and valleys. Yeah. It, it, Reds and four commented on here. Shogo has three options. I know it does say that on fan graphs, but I, I believe I had heard a clarification on that, that he has to approve the option. It's not just like a, um, a straight up normal option. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it would be weird to kind of see him go down to the minor leagues kind of after all he's been through. And look, man, look, as much as, you know, he, he's, you know, been a disappointment, you feel bad for him. You know, he came over here, um, you know, I've heard nothing but great things about him and how hard he works and and all that kind of stuff. So I, I don't want to bash the guy or anything like that. Um, it just unfortunately hasn't worked out. I would love for him just to, you know, turn it on and, you know, figure out that launch angle or whatever he needs to do to get going. But, you know, I just, um, um, I don't see it right now. Evan says 85 wins. I mean, that's probably like the ceiling right now. I mean, that that's probably if we're, you know, if we're looking at, um, you know, like a, a best case scenario and a worst case scenario, best case scenario is 85 might be high, but you know, maybe, I don't know, 83, like, like they were last year, you know, if, if everything kind of goes right. Um, and look, six teams in the playoffs, 83 would have got you in last year. Now there's no, nothing guaranteed that that happens again. You know, you could have, you know, three teams in the NL West all win 90 games. You know, that's, that, that could happen. Um, well, well, one thing I would like to add kind of on, on that point is the Central's not going to have two 90-win teams again, in, and I say that pretty confidently. Um, the Brewers aren't going to be able to replicate three guys with under a 2-5 ERA again. I, I just there's, – there's, there's no way that I see that happening. So um, those are three really good pitchers, don't get me wrong, but uh, 2-5 ERA in the big leagues is, is elite and, and top 15 in the ERA at the end of the year. So – and then the Cardinals kind of caught lightning in the bottle last year. And I think the Reds roster is just as good, if not better than the Cardinals. They have a higher ceiling, at least, with with the possibilities of Green and Lodolo and Williamson and and those guys. So I, I think you're you're right in the fact that this team could win 83 to 85 games pretty comfortably, I think. And, and I think that if they do get better additions from Barrero and, and um, Lodolo and Green, and those guys are who you think they're going to be, there's no te- – Imagine if Barrero's hitting eighth on a, on a regular day and, and he's has a 800 OPS or 750 to 800 OPS at the time. And you're looking at a really good lineup, uh, both first right-handed and left-handed. So um, it's exciting to think about it. And, and it feels good because you're younger, you're more athletic. And you, like I keep saying, you, you have a sense of direction on kind of where this is looking at. Hey friends, Nick Kirby here. I wanted to tell you about some top quality multivitamins, Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, and probiotic to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. 
There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. These statements have not yet been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Yeah, I mean, I think you just, you know, you you, you see these moves. Um, you know, some of it was payroll. Uh, but I don't think, I think now we can probably safely say this wasn't, Trading Sonny Gray and Jesse Winker was not 100% about payroll because you could have made payroll and kept both of those guys. I mean, it's pretty confidently you can say that now. So, I mean, you can hate those moves, but I think a lot, a big motivation for that was trading both of those guys at what the Reds perceived at their maximum remaining value, knowing that they have some injury risk attached to them. And the fact that you don't have that qualifying offer being an additional reason to motivate you to to trade those. I'm not saying those moves are right. Both of them, I'm kind of like, you know, I see both sides of it. They're both moves that you're going to have to see how they play out over the next, you know, few years. Um, like I've said before, if it's really for Sonny Gray, it just depends how healthy he is. Um, if Gray's healthy all year, it's a really bad trade. Uh, but if Gray's hurt most of the year, no. Well, you you got a really nice prospect back for a guy that wasn't going to be healthy. So, um, yeah, be uh, be interesting. A couple weeks from opening day, two weeks from tomorrow, right, Bryce? Yep, yep. The, the Thursday will be rocking and rolling in Atlanta. Freed versus uh, Mally. Yeah, wow. Hey, and a left-handed pitcher on opening day. We got we got that left-handed lineup. Yeah, Max Freed is shaking in his boots tonight. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we got a couple questions here. Let's just let, let's roll with them. I love it. I love you guys jumping on here. 1140 at night. This is awesome. Uh, do we think it's a safe bet? Andrew Knapp will be our second catcher. I do not think it's a safe bet. I, I think there's like four options right now. I would imagine they're kind of just evaluating all of them and seeing. Um, I kind of thought going into camp Knapp would probably be, but um, you saw Garcia kind of hit well and um, the more I think about it, I, it just it seems like the Reds very well might look more for a defensive first guy as the backup. Do you kind of feel that, Bryce? Yeah, for sure. And, and I think that was very adamant whenever they did sign Garcia because he he's very much a, a glove first type of guy, and he's legit with the glove. He's he's one of the best the defenders. He won a minor league gold glove like Tucker did. So, um, but that's a pretty prestigious award amongst all all the teams down there. So. Um, if he can hit a little bit, I think he's kind of got the upper hand. I, I think that um, he, he seems to have the obviously Nap has a, a, quite a bit of big league experience, but he seems like he's really fallen off a cliff. He looked he's looked rough in his, his few plate appearances in spring training so far. So um, yeah, I, I, that'll be an interesting battle. But I think Colo also has a, a pretty inside track. He's got a forty man roster spot, so um, that that's also a tough kind of situation there so do you risk losing him um is garcia or nap that big of an upgrade over colo playing 40 to 45 games or something like that yeah good comment here from uh 
E S E A R 23. Yeah. I forgot the red sign Hunter Strickland earlier today. Uh, I didn't expect Hunter Strickland to be the second biggest signing of the day. Uh, but yeah, Hunter Strickland's a nice signing. I mean, I, I think he's kind of one of those guys that, uh, kind of a mixed, mixed bag, what you might get. There's certainly positives about him. Um, I, I tweeted out a stack ass number. Some of them look really good, uh, but there's some concerns with, with his walk rate and home run rate. Uh, but, you know, picking up a guy that is a veteran um, to kind of go with a lot of young pitchers is, is a good thing. Uh, and it's just kind of one of those relievers are very volatile. You never know what you're going to get. So you want as many of them that have some upside as you can and, uh, you know, kind of mix and match. Uh, really, really solid numbers against right-handed batters. So it's going to be really imperative for David Bell to try to have him avoid left-handed batters as much as possible. There's a drastic difference in his splits any thoughts on Strickland Bryce yeah no it's, it's a good sign uh he he really kind of turned a corner last year whenever he went to I believe it was Tampa he was at three different teams last year so um I believe his numbers with Tampa were like 187 uh ERA and he really kind of found his own which is obviously always uh seems like Tampa could make any halfway decent reliever look really good so uh, we'll see if that that translates but I've always liked Strickland I've always thought he was solid he, he's durable uh, makes a lot of appearances, so um, that's valuable, especially on, on a younger team that may be running out some younger guys out of the bullpen. So, yeah, definitely a solid signing. Good, good question here from uh, Raul. Uh, what do you think about run prevention with this outfield plus a full season of a decent shortstop, more balanced lineup? Uh, maybe offset some of that run differential with the loss of Winker, Castellanos, and Suarez. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You're not going to replace Winker and Castellanos. There's just you, you can't. They're they're too good of hitters. Uh, but you can get close or closer with a lot of different small moves. And uh, the Reds are no question better defensively. Now, Tommy Pham is not a great defensive outfielder. I don't want to <laughs> confuse anyone on that. Uh, kind of a mixed bag throughout his career. Last year, he was minus five outs above average. Not terrible, not great, uh, yeah, not good either. <laughs> kind of poor, but not 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 as bad as Winker or Castellanos. But the other guys, Fraley, really good. Uh, I believe in Senzel. I think Aquino is above average. Uh, Friedel. I mean, all these other guys are going to be above average. And then, yeah, I mean, getting Suarez out of shortstop for even for that month, that was a disaster. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely think the Reds are going to save some runs that way. And the Reds are going to be platooning the hell out of their lineup. And uh, that is going to be an advantage. And uh, the Reds are going to have to really, this is where David Bell, I feel, is going to have his most important season because he's got to really mix and match a lot more. There's no just filling out the lineup card and going with it. You're going to have to be pinch hitting. You're going to have to be pinch hitting in tough spots for Kyle Farmer in the eighth inning when you have a right-handed pitcher on the mound and you have four left-handed bats that are, better hitters against right-handed pitching. You're going to have to make some of those tough decisions, I think. And I think some of you know those, some of those incremental moves, those will all really add up throughout the season. And I talked about it. Uh, I made myself sick talking about it so much, but the Cardinals defense was a huge reason for them hanging around all year um, and, and being able to have that late run. Uh, they saved a lot of runs. If you watched them, and I'm not an eye test guy, but if you watch them, he saved a ton of runs and and that all the all those little things add up. So yeah, I mean I think the the defense will help out. Um 
you know, it's, it's not enough to make up for those guys, but you know, if you're getting some additional value out of your Hunter Greens, your Nick Dolos, your Jose Barrera, your Nixon Zells, and you're adding that defense, okay, maybe you can kind of see it all kind of pieced together a little bit more. Any uh, any other thoughts on the defense, Bryce? No, yeah, I think you hit it on the head. Um, improving defense is, is going to improve your pitching staff, and your obviously an improved pitching staff is going to be a big plus. Over-unders on uh, saves for Hunter Strickland this year. I mean, the Reds had, like, what, nine guys get seven saves last year or something? So, I mean, I'll say, like, I'll say I'll say eight. Does that seem fair? Yeah, I was going to say nine and a half. I, okay. I think that. I think he can get 10 if he's if he's really pitching well. <laughs> Evan Mauer posting the career OPS. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, look, Tommy Finn was not great last year. He was still solid against left-handed pitching, uh, and he is 34. He's a lot older. So um, I would say anything Tommy Pham gives you offensive-wise against right-handed pitching this year is a bonus. You're bringing him, you're expecting him to be that that big left-handed bat, that enforcer, max six-ran rotation to start. Um, I, I I think they hinted that they weren't going to go that route, but I mean, I think you're just going to see um, um, a lot of uh, short starts. Any other thoughts on that, Bryce? Yeah, I think uh, DJ kind of shut that down, so it would be cool, but that's hey, awesome. Ellie David Crows just hit a home run. Sorry, guys, I'm trying to... I'm trying to talk about this news for you guys, but that's awesome. I love Ellie De La Cruz, man. I'm I'm excited. It's gonna be a grind before he gets here, but man, that talent is uh is legit. Oh, was off Boxberger too. Former Red's great. Obscure <laughs> former Red. All right. Well, Bryce, you got any other thoughts? No, I, I just think it's it's exciting. It's exciting to be. Uh, adding again i mean strickland and and fam in one day is i mean that's two major leaguers proven major leaguers at that so um it it feels good and and obviously want to keep trending in the right direction um and obviously that starts with with some production from the younger guys and sinzel staying healthy and and those things but you you can see it you can see how it's kind of coming together and, and hopefully going in the right direction yeah absolutely well, Bryce, thank you so much for coming on here. Last minute, just kind of threw this together. Wanted definitely to get something up. Uh, hopefully some people that were already asleep will have something in their feeds in the morning. Uh, we announced it earlier. We will be moving to Wednesday uh, Wednesday night starting next week. So look for us every Wednesday night throughout the season. Uh, I hope we'll have another emergency show in the Red Sign Michael Conforto, or even if it's someone a little bit smaller. But uh but exciting night for the Reds. Uh, I'm pumped. Uh, good move. Uh, as always, uh, let's go Reds. This is Late Night Reds Talk Live, Emergency Edition, sponsored by our friends at Bet Online. We'll see you all again soon.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.